Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the first episode of Cosmography, a podcast that deals with the Greco-Roman, Egyptian, and the Indian classical studies. Talking about rainbow, it's an interesting feature seen just after the heavy shower or downpour douses, and the sun rises flamboyantly on the other side to create a refraction, as we call it in physics, and we and, and the rainbow is formed. It is consisted of seven vibrant colors and is always known as Vibgeo. The Greek philosophers and uh, the learned men or the intellectuals, when they observed this, they attributed the goddess to this particular feature of rainbows. So this is a mythological character who's attributed the role of a goddess. Now, in, in, in the Greek mythology, Iris is the personification, as I said earlier, and goddess of the rainbow, and also the messenger of the gods. Now, she is said to possess a pair of wings with which has traveled span the entire cosmos from the high heavens above, which is the abode of the Olympians, to the abode of the mortals or the earth and its uh, surroundings, and down below into the abode of Hades or Tartarus, where the Titans along with Cronus are kept interred. Initially, there were two sisters who were originally daughters of Titans, and these sisters were called Arche and Iris. According to Hesiod's Theogony, Iris is the daughter of Thomas and the Oceanid Electra, and the sister of the Harpies, Yello and Okipit. Now, during the Titanomachy, which is more famous for, Iris became the messenger of the Olympians, while her twin sister Arche betrayed the Olympians and became the messenger of the Titans. She is the goddess of rainbow, Iris, but during the Titanomachy, uh, Arche, since she participated in uh, serving messages for the Titans from one part to another, Zeus, after the initial victory of the Olympians, cut off the wings of Arche and cast her into Tartarus, causing her rainbow to fade. Tartarus is the hellish netherworld, which is a place common to people who stand against Zeus or against the Olympians. Uh, after the departure of Arche, Iris was married off to Zephyrus, who is the god of the calm west wind, and the sun is called Potus. So according to the Dionysiaca of Nonos, Iris' brother is also called Hydaspis. Iris is a famous character in various of Greek mythological tales along with her sister, since both of them were said to have wings. When Iris was called Golden, Arche had iridescent ones. She was said to travel on the rainbow while carrying messages from the gods to the mortals, and thus serving as a connection between the gods and humanity. Now, after the Titan War, after Zeus had torn off Arche's wings, he gifted them to the Nereid Tetis at her wedding, who in turn gave them off to her son Achilles, who wore them on his feet during the Battle of Troy. Achilles was sometimes known as Podarchus, Podarchus, which means feet like the wings of Arche. Podarchus was also, coincidentally, the original name of King Prime of Troy. Often Iris is mentioned as the divine messenger of the gods in the Iliad, which is attributed to Homer. But in the Odyssey, her character fades away and her role is filled by a new god who is named Hermes, whom we today call as the messenger of the gods. 
like Hermes, Iris carries a caduceus or a winged staff. By the command of Zeus, the king of gods, she carries an ewer of water from the river Styx which she puts to sleep all who perjure themselves. She delivers Achilles' prayers to Boreas and Zephyrus to light the funeral pyre of Patroclus. Iris also appears several times in the famous literary work Virgil's Aeneid, usually as an agent to Juno. Now Juno dispatches her to pluck a lock of hair from the head of Queen Dido that she may die and enter Hades. According to Roman poet Ovid, after Romulus was defied as the god Quirinus, his wife Hercilia pleaded with the gods to let her become immortal so that she might be as well with Romulus her husband once again. Juno heard her plea and sent Iris down to her, who, with a single touch of her hand or a finger, turned Hercilia into the Greek goddess Hori and was permitted to live with her husband forevermore. Iris is totally attributed to one single assignment sent for her by Zeus, which is to whisper in the ears of heroes, kings and queens across centuries and millenniums, reminding them constantly never to upset the Olympians and always to respect them. As for the other myths or the cult, there is no such temple or sanctuary dedicated to Iris, although there are several busts and sculptures of Iris found from the Pantheon at Athens. Iris does appear to have been the object of at least some very minor worship, but the only crest preserved of a cult is to note that the Delians offered cakes made of wheat, honey and dried figs as offerings to Iris. Iris is represented as either a rainbow or a beautiful young maiden with wings on her shoulders. As a goddess, she is associated with communication, messages, the rainbow and new endeavors. This personification of a rainbow was once described as being a link to the heavens and the earth. While Iris was principally associated with communication and messages, she was also believed to aid in the fulfillment of human prayers, either by fulfilling them herself or by bringing them to the attention of the other Olympians. This is how the rainbow came into existence or came into being as per the origins of the Greek mythology. Thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to this episode of Cosmographia. Hope you liked it. If you did, do tune in into the second episode. Thank you so much.